Hey, reminder, check out the Schmodown Patreon today. Go ahead and click that like button, the bell, and subscribe to this channel. And he is back, maybe better than ever, in the Schmodown. But what a challenge he has today in the form of Saul. So, Kevin Smets and Saul have taken the stage. And now it's time for the rules of round number one in this three-round contest. Ten questions will emerge from ten different corners of Schmodown inner geekdom know-how. Questions for the point. You have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. Keep in mind, you each have three repeats to use throughout the duration of the match. All right, good luck, gentlemen. Your first question comes from the realm of Planet of the Apes. Which Planet of the Apes film was released in 1971? You know, Saul just can't escape this category. It, it, it really sunk him mm -hmm. in his match against Moses last year, but he answered a big apes pull in his recent match with Amaru Moses. That's so what happens. If you get nailed by a category you don't know, you learn it and you come back swinging. That's why we call you the voice of experience. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down and let's try Saul's hand. Escape from the Planet of the Apes. That is correct. How about Kevin Smets? Escape from the Planet of the Apes. There it is. And they both have a correct answer right off the bat here. It's time for your next question. Category two here in round number one, and it's in the world of animated films. Here it is. You will find a cat named Squeaker being saved by a superhero in what animated film? Next cat I have, I'm going to name Squeaker. <laughs> Although I don't think that's going to happen because Sam is quite allergic. Yeah, yeah, I hear he. He loves cats. Yeah, it's he loves animals. They just, their uh, dander doesn't love him. Five, four, three. Can he pet Molly? Two. For a couple minutes. Once. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to risk his life here. Pets down, let's go to the Smasher. My daughter loves this movie, The Incredibles. Is correct. How about Saul? The Incredibles. Hey, there we go. All right. Perfect rounds early in round one. All right, next up, Alien vs. Predator movies. Which Oscar winner plays Meredith Vickers in the film Prometheus? Uh, I had a gaggle of cats growing up myself. We had a big German Shepherd, Augie. Uh, who is the you know the star pet mm -hmm. always? German Shepherds are great. Two cats were Luke and Leia. I love it. And then later we had Fred, but his middle name was Salacious Crumb. <laughs> Five, <laughs> all true. Four, three, two, one. Pens down. Repeat the question. Okay, just in the nick of time, I'll award the repeat. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. All right, which Oscar winner plays Meredith Vickers in the film Prometheus? Yeah, Fred was a rescue. He was. Uh, he was a wild cat. He, just, he always had. He thought he was a dog. I was going to say, did your cats get along with your dog? They, they were all great. Fred didn't get along with anybody. Okay. Human well, or other. It happens. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. But I still miss him. Love you, Fred. All right, let's go to Saul first. Didn't have it. Didn't have it for a lead. The Smasher. Charlize Theron. Is correct. All right, and so now it is three <laughs> to two, and we continue to your next category, dystopian future and time travel. Here's the question. Which dystopian film begins with the line, my name is Max, my world is fire and blood? That world does not sound Ooh. comfortable. Yeah, that's not exactly a uh, honeymoon destination, is mm -hmm. it? Nope. I think I'd probably, they don't have a Starbucks, I don't think. Uh, not in dystopian Five, future movies, no. Four, <laughs> three, iced tea, hard to come by, <laughs> two. One, pens down, and let's go to the Smasher first. How long have you been waiting for these questions to be asked? Mad Max Fury Road. Is correct. Mad so, Max Fury Road. All right. Love that movie. Neither one of y'all wrote the Chrome <laughs> edition. <laughs> Four to three here. Smasher, still perfect. All right, next up, the category is Mixed Bag. Who directed the film Bumblebee? Straight into the point question. 
Yeah, they give you a short one there. Mm -hmm. it down, oh, you there just, you, you see the focus. Mm -hmm. Usually it takes until round three to get this level of focus. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, we're going back to Saul. Travis Wyatt. Travis Wyatt is incorrect. How about Travis, Travis Knight? Travis Knight, and it is oh just oh, that's that a tough close. Miss. So it is five One to three now. Kevin Smith still perfect. So we move to your next question. That's in the category of Spider-Man. And the question: How many total super spiders were created in the lab in Spider-Man from 2002? Deep cut. I was going to say it's the number really one contender match. All right. I feel like such an imposter asking. There's no way I know the answer <laughs> to that question without having to look it up. I wonder if our writers knew that right off the bat. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Let's try Kevin. Mary Jane notices there's only 14, but there's 15 because the other one bit him. Okay, 15. How about Saul? 15. They knew nice. that one. Impressive, Jeez. guys. Good pull, bud. Good pull. Wow. All right. Question number seven comes from Swashbuckling Adventure Pulp Films. What year saw the release of Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales? Pepper and another movie release date. Mm -hmm. I, I see your game, Cushing. You and Scott Mann's been cooking up some questions. <laughs> I am marrying Sam Levine, who <laughs> knows this stuff in his sleep. Five, four, probably talks in his sleep. Three, <laughs> two, one. Pens down, and let's go to Saul first. Did he have the year? 2007 is incorrect. Did Kevin have it? I said the same thing. 2017. You said no. He said 2007. Oh yeah, I said, said 2017. 2017. So you did not right. say the same thing, which makes you correct. Oh. And it is now <laughs> six to four, seven to four. I was like, what me. Smets is still perfect. Saul hanging in there. He probably needs to answer the rest of these to feel comfortable going into round two. Here is your eighth question in round one, and it finds us in comic book movies. And here it is. Edward James Olmos, James Marsden, and Bill Paxton appear in what comic book film? It's a nice little who's who of uh, comic book movie performers there. Right? Mm. Edward James Olmos will always be a dama to me. Is that, uh, is that Battlestar? It is. All right. Still never Nicely seen done. It. I hear good <laughs> things. We love you, Katie Sackhoff. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, and let's go to the Smasher. Two guns. Is correct. It's all habit. Two guns. He got that one. Nice. All right. And so now we've arrived at your penultimate question. Three-point ballgame in favor of Smets. All right. Your penultimate question. I just like saying it, too. It's fun. Comes from the world of Hasbro films. Who plays Aisha Campbell, the Yellow Ranger, in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie? You know, I didn't know a whole lot about corporations or how movies work when I was a kid, but if you told me one day there'd be a movie trivia category called Hasbro, I'd be pretty excited. About your it. toys come to life. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one, and let's go to Saul. Did you have the answer? Did not have it. Couldn't get the pull, so to remain perfect, we go to the Karen smasher. Ashley. Karen Ashley is correct. Wow. And so it's now nine to five, Smasher opening up a four-point gash here in round one. And he has a question now for a perfect round. This is a question as to the field. So it's the final question in round one. Both Saul and Kevin will wager an attempt. And here it is in the category of quotes slash who said it. In X-Men from the year 2000, Senator Kelly says that the focus of the hearing at the beginning of the film is three words. What are they? Obviously not those three words. <laughs> so we have two guns, and now we need 
words. Let's see if they can pull it. Five, four, three, two, one. We are going to start here with Saul again. Did you have it? Are mutants dangerous? And Kevin, the Smash for Smash. Are mutants, are mutants dangerous? Has a perfect round. Both of them got that one. Ten to six is how we see round one, but we still have a bonus question to present just to Kevin the Smasher Smets. He's got a four-point lead. He can increase it to five if he hits his oh, bonus man. question. Kevin, it's just as to you. You do not have to write down this answer. Yeah, yeah. You can simply verbalize it. In what Batman film will you hear the line, never start with the head, the victim gets all fuzzy? The Dark Knight. Correct for one more point. All right, and so there you have it after round number one. Saul playing well, and he had mm -hmm. a couple tough pulls in there, yep. but he had a couple more questions you'd, you'd think he might nail, just maybe missed one word in there. It's 11 to 6 as it turns out, and now we head into round number two. This is the wheel round. Each competitor gets to spin at the wheel. From that wheel emerges five questions, each one worth two points unless you need multiple choice. Keep in mind, stealing is available in round number two. It's great. Wild card. <laughs> wild card. Okay, so to recap, Saul, underneath that wild card slice could be spinner's choice, could be opponent's choice, or a new mystery category. You do have the option to spin again if you don't want to take the wild card slice. Always a gamble. The crowd chanting wild card, and Saul. He's a lone wolf for a reason. <laughs> but he might end up with a wild card. No, Star he gets Trek. Star Trek. We're going to start your questions in the category of Star Trek. Your first one. What is the name of the starship that Will Riker leaves to command at the end of Star Trek Nemesis? The Titan. Correct for two points. Said with authority. I like it. That's right. I believe he's seen that film. Yep. All right, question number two. Which actress plays Dr. Beverly Crusher in Star Trek Generations? Five, four, three. Multiple choice, please. Right. Is it A, Marina Sirtis, B, Gates McFadden, C, Diana Moldar, or D, Donna Murphy? Gates McFadden. Correct for one point. Did you really just read a question about somebody with the last name Crusher? I did. <laughs> I'm glad you took this category. <laughs> All right, for your third question, which actress from the original 1960s Star Trek series plays a communications officer on the starship Excelsior in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Five, four. Multiple choice, please. All right. Is it A, Grace Lee Whitney, B, Majel Barrett, C, Diana Moldar, or D, Joan Collins? B, Major Alt Barrett. That is incorrect. All right, so we go to the Smasher. Rachel's going to repeat the question and your multiple choice option. Sure. Which actress from the original 1960s Star Trek series plays a communications officer on the starship Excelsior in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country? Is it A, Grace Lee Whitney, B, Major Barrett, C, Diana Moldor, or D, Joan Collins? I'm going to say A, Grace Lee Whitney. He gets a point. The big, big, big steal. steal there. So it's 12 to 9, but Saul not done with doing damage in round mm -hmm. two. He still has two questions remaining, so he still could take the lead from Smasher by the end of his questioning. Absolutely. All right. Your next question, Saul, is 
In the early scenes of Star Trek IV The Voyage Home, the Enterprise crew are living in exile on what planet? Vulcan. Correct for two points. That's a huge Absolutely. comeback pull there by Saul hanging around in this match, and now he has his final question in the category of Star Trek. Who plays Lieutenant Hawk, an Enterprise helmsman who is assimilated by the Borg in Star Trek First Contact? Neil McDonough. Nicely done for two points. All right, and that gives him the lead, and so that that's the fight that we know Absolutely. Saul to have. And here's the spin. Big spin. From the Smasher. Mm -hmm. Round and round it goes. All the wild card slices still up there. And that is graphic novels. Don't worry, Kevin, they made movies about them. That's what the questions are. So they're gonna talk it over here. You know, he, the guy okay. knows just about every category, True but enough. sometimes you have the ones that you're more comfortable with. Absolutely. And Smets is already walking <laughs> back to the stage. Uh, assuming watch he it be a wild card, wild of course. You walk away and that's what happens. <laughs> so now, He's back, <laughs> and a very yeah. interested Saul is yes. now looking here. Uh -huh. Is it going to be spinners, opponents, or a mystery category? Oops, I'm telling. Oh, it's a opponent's, opponent's choice. Opponent's what choice, a buddy. Wow. Here, Saul There's not again. a weakness on here, so what are you going to give me? All he needed was a lead. Saul achieved that. It's a slim one. It's one point, but now Saul gets to stick Kevin Spence with any He's category wisely, he wants. Mixed bag. <laughs> Saul is choosing mixed, mixed bag. Kevin Smets. Yeah. Five questions in the world of mixed bag. Let's Neither go. you, I, nor JJ Singleton has any idea what categories these questions will emerge from, but it is in the world of inner geekdom. Here's your first one for two points. In the film Kick-Ass 2, how many years have passed since the events of Kick-Ass? Two years. That is correct. <laughs> Thanks for letting me finish the question there for two points. And with that, Smets has regained the lead over Solid's 14 to 13 smasher. Still perfect in this match. Your next question. Which actor played Professor Gilderoy Lockhart in the Wizarding World franchise? Kenneth Branagh. Is correct for two more points. Your next question. In The Phantom, Kit Walker has what type of animal as his sidekick? Five, four, horse. Three is incorrect, and so now we are going to go to Saul for a two-point steal in the Phantom. Kit Walker has what type of animal as his sidekick? A wolf. A huge wow. steal there. Ooh, that's big from Saul. It is a wolf. I'm thinking about a challenge here. Okay, uh, Kevin Smith might okay. have a challenge here, so I'll, I'll allow you to consult with yeah, Kaiser, yeah. your manager, if you want to. The answer was accepted as wolf, well, and he, it was a he steal. He has a horse, too. So, like, he, he, has, he rides a horse. That, we consider that a side, an animal sidekick. Right, so they're going to talk it out. I mean, he has a wolf and, and a horse. I if literally was choosing between one or the other, and I figure either we'll one would with. answer correctly. So. And Saul so will have a chance to state his case. Because he has through. a horse. Okay. There's, de there's devil and hero, a wolf and a horse. Oh, okay, and so you're saying that there may be multiple sidekicks. Yeah, you could totally think of his horse as a sidekick. All right, that's... You could have a couple animals with him. All right, thank <laughs> you, Kaiser. I think we get the drift. Uh, I will allow Saul to have a rebuttal. Still. Horse is a mode of transportation. It's an animal. It's not a sidekick. Yeah! 
right. <laughs> a horse is a classic mode of transportation. Not a so sidekick. Those are okay. your two. It's not a sidekick. It's not a sidekick. We are now going to consult with an independent line judge and be right back with our ruling. We're back, and in the immortal words of Dark Helmet, we have the combination. And so after much discussion with an independent line judge, Rachel, myself, and the judge have come up with the following ruling, is that the question asked was a little nebulous as to what exactly is a sidekick versus what is a mode of transportation, because Git Walker does have a horse in his stead as well as a sidekick wolf. And so Saul did get the correct answer we were looking for, wolf. Kevin also was aware that the Phantom has a horse that could technically count as a sidekick. And so it is the opinion of our panel that the most fair thing to do here is to scrub the question and re-ask a new question. And so Kevin Smets, no losing of points. Saul, no gaining of points on that steal yet. And we will re-ask the third question question in Kevin Smets's second round and it's question three in round two what is the name of the huge submarine Captain Nemo uses in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen the Nautilus that is correct for two points all right so now we go to Kevin Smets's penultimate question in the category of mixed bag and here it is. What Jedi Master is piloting a starfighter when he's shot down by his clone troopers in Revenge of the Sith? Rest in peace, Plo Koon. R.I.P. to his family, I guess. Uh, that is correct for two points. And so it is all of a sudden 20 to 13 here. Yep. Smets has opened up a seven point lead. One question remains for the Smasher in round two. The category's mixed bag and your question. At the end of the Rocketeer, Howard Hughes gives Cliff a fresh pack of what kind of gum? Multiple choice. All right, your four options for a point. Is it A, Wrigley, B, Double Bubble, C, Clark Brothers, or D, Beeman? D. You said? D as in Beeman, or whatever you said. D, the <laughs> D last as in Beeman is <laughs> correct. <laughs> you got there, we got there as a family. Yeah, D as in dog for Beeman. One point for the Smasher, adding to his total, and now it is an eight-point lead for the Smasher over Saul. And so we head into round three here, Rach, but it's still anyone's ball game because we've seen Saul catch fire in round threes before. If he does so again, he'll once again force the hand of the Smasher and put a little bit of pressure on Kevin Smets' mm -hmm. broad shoulders. Here's how round three works. It is the round that will determine the match. 10 total points available to each competitor. The questions increase in difficulty. Three questions in total, worth two points, then three points, and finally, five points. All right, Saul, for two points. In 1986's Howard the Duck, this Back to the Future actress plays musician Beverly Switzler, who befriends Howard upon his arrival on Earth. Leah Thompson. Correct for two points. All right. Nice. Part of a good punk rock and roll band in that movie. Mm -hmm. So we do stay with Saul because he still has some ground to make up here. He trails by six. He can cut that lead in half if he hits his next one. Now, he chose category three. So, Rach, what's he facing? DC movies. Oh, going from Marvel to DC. All right. For three points. In The Dark Knight Rises, who plays Commissioner Gordon's second-in-command, Peter Foley, who has a disdain for Batman? And we count down in five, four, three, two. Please repeat the question. All right, that's his second one. He has one remaining. 
In The Dark Knight Rises, who plays Commissioner Gordon's second-in-command, Peter Foley, who has a disdain for Batman? Saul hits this, he stays in the match. If he misses it, Smasher faces Catalyst. Five, four, three, two. Please repeat the question. All right, that's his final repeat. In The Dark Knight Rises, who plays Commissioner Gordon's second-in-command, Peter Foley, who has a disdain for Batman? Comes down to this, and Saul pull it out one more time to extend the match in five, four, I can't tell you Vision three, Quest or Heavy Metal, or Full two. Metal Jacket's name, so why don't you? And your winner! By way of technical knockout, Kevin, the Smasher Smith! Smasher gets the win. Yep. Clearly Saul could picture the actor. Matthew We've Modine. all been there. It's Matthew Modine. He knew it's Vision Quest. Absolutely. He knew Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. He just couldn't get the name, and that is such a heartbreaker. But you see a sign of respect there between 100%. two great movie trivia inner geekdom warriors. Saul, and even Saul and Kaiser sharing a nice little hug there. And so what a match it was. And the return to form continues for Kevin the Smasher. Absolutely. Smash. He's not, all, he hasn't blinked. <laughs> we know what he's been through in the last couple of years, but it looks like he has not missed a beat.